today is probably one of the most, I, I don't know, it is probably one of the happiest days for me since I found out that I was, you know, I, I lost my ability to walk and talk. And when I was first introduced to fascial remodeling in 2021, this is probably like the biggest corner that I've turned. I, I'm so close. I've been going weekly. And because every adhesion makes the deeper ones more prominent, I guess you could say, they come to the surface and they start causing these horrible, horrible muscle spasms. And it's a miserable experience. And I had my, my session yesterday and when I went in, my body was pulling and I, you know, may have mentioned, you know, my, my C-section, the pulling of the adhesions is what was pulling my pelvis, which was causing my hip to hurt. And I had been chasing that hip pain for years. Now we need to keep our fascia healthy and the best thing to keep yourself healthy and free from injury and thus avoid getting pain is to do your very best to keep it healthy by making sure that it's, you know, that, that the flow and the slide and the glide works and you, you want to try to maintain the body's homeostasis. And that pretty much means you just want to keep the body in physical and mental balance. And how difficult is that to do? We, we talk about the brain fog and all of that. Do you know how much of that could possibly be fascial related? Seriously, think about it. When your fascia is tight and it's making it so you can't breathe, it's making it so you can't swallow, you, you can't digest things properly, you have no appetite, you can't use the restroom. And if you can't get it out of your body, then you don't necessarily want to put anything in, right? So how many of you out there are struggling and trying so hard <laughs> to, to get an appetite? Now, some examples of what you can do, Pilates exercises, that daily movement, it helps bring strength together along with your posture. You want to avoid sitting for too long and, and, and doing repetitive movements, and you want to take breaks if you're at work during the day. You want to avoid excessive strain, you know, monotonous lifting and twisting. I uh, had bought one of those fit boards that you stand on, you twist back and forth. And I thought, oh, this is going to be awesome. This is going to just totally put my midsection exactly where it needs to be. No matter how skinny I got, I still had a pooch. And I still could, you know, that little saying, pinch an inch. It just didn't matter. 
It's because my posture wasn't correct. And why was my posture not correct? Because my fascia was adhesed. So twisting and lifting, you know, heavy items, that can cause fascial damage and inflammation. And elevated lactic acid, uh, it, the, the, the musculature and the fascial system will stop gliding properly when you are experiencing this. You don't want to do too much as far as strength training because, you know, it shortens the muscles. And when they get shorter and tight, the muscles are, are working extra hard and your your fast your fascia isn't as flexible you do want to do strength training but properly and within reason to keep the fascia flexible and i know that sounds a little contradictory but you don't want to just sit there and do bicep curls because you're not actually working the entire arm. You want to work, you know, the tricep for the bicep air, uh, for the, uh, that bat wing thing, you know, when you wave, <laughs> no matter how skinny you are, it just flops. Well, I had a horrible sag. What that was my, it, and like I said, it didn't matter. I'm six foot one, 130 pounds. It did not matter what exercises I did. I could not get rid of that bat wing flab well what it was was my fascia was adhesed so every exercise i did didn't make things better my friend <laughs> not at all because i was exercising the wrong muscle parts and the fascia was stopping the right muscles from working of course you want to you know avoid um, uh, too much, you know, inf there's, there's, there's like processed foods and, and things like that. You want to have a varied healthy diet because too much inflammatory processes produce a rigid fascia. And you want to also be careful about, uh, other foods that are highly inflammatory that can trigger the immune system and create autoimmune diseases and that's something for another day but uh this goes without said you you want to take care we're going to say it you want to take care of the microbes in your gut and your intestinal system so that is something you want to do and you know what you need to avoid mental stress that helps to keep your posh uh your your fascia uh more supple i guess because when cortisol, you know, throughout the day, it, it, it has many negative consequences on your body. And it creates sleep problems, skin problems, hair loss, but it's damaging your fascia. And then you want to sleep well. But how well do you sleep? Not very. I, I know quite a few of us are having a difficult time sleeping and your fascia not being healthy can be a problem for that. Now, there are eight basic principles when it comes to exercising properly. You need to be able to relax. <laughs> and that's easier said than done. Uh, 
but you need to be able to relax and you need to be and and by relaxing the body you get to start each exercise by focusing your attention on the relevant area and when i say concentration it's it truly is the mind itself which builds the body so you want to be able to concentrate when you're exercising and doing your physical therapy and your coordination well in order to develop better kinesthesia remember we have a problem with sensing where our body is in in space right you need to be able to relax concentrate and feel the sensory nerves in your body and you need to make sure that your alignment is proper when you are standing that the body is a closed system and if one part of it is out of alignment then the whole structure is altered imagine a building with foundations that are uneven its stability will obviously be affected but so too will all the internal workings, the plumbing, the electricity, the plastering, all of that is not going to be working well. Your general health and well-being are affected by your posture. Your head, your rib cage, your pelvis, your legs, they need to be like building blocks one on top of the other they don't need to be like uh that jenga right <laughs> where you pull one block out and and one's going one way and one's going another take a look at yourself in the mirror and tell me what do you see when i was having a horrible time with my posture I, I, I did the posture check where you go up against the wall, you hold your arms up like you're being held up, you put your, your head against it, you put your, your rear end against it, and you don't arch your back, you keep it in a neutral position. But what happens when your fascia is adhesed is that your stomach pooches out a little bit, no matter how skinny you are. Your neck starts to protrude forward no matter how well you're keeping your head up against that wall, you still are unable to be in proper posture. And also breathing is very important. But you know what? For the first time in two years, I am breathing properly because the adhesed fascia in my ribs prevented me from being able to take, take a deep breath. I am comfortably talking with you now, and I am shocked that I'm not gasping for breath. I'm not hurrying. I'm, I'm just relaxed because for the first time in years, I was able to sit up without holding my neck up and my back up with pillows after my last fascial remodeling session and that's very important all of those things i just told you about
cannot be achieved. Remember that. They cannot be achieved if you have adhesed fascia that is preventing any one of those things from happening. You need those principles. And I think I said eight, but I'm not worried about it. I went to six. I'm not worried about that. The bottom line is I hope you get it. You need to have your body working properly in order for you to maintain proper posture. How many of us out there with this disease are unable to maintain proper posture? When you have adhesed fascia in one part of your body and you start walking a different way, well then it trickles up and goes to your pelvis and then it goes up your rib cage and then up to underneath your arm up to the breastplate and it causes adhesions all because you changed your way of walking because we do what we just get through we push through we get a rib subluxation we keep going our knee pops out we keep going we don't address once that rib has gone back in we don't address the damage done to the fascia that is why i'm asking you now start working on your fascia before it stops working on you thank you so much for taking the time to join me christy lynn hanchy a wall zebra sitting up feeling good feeling groovy have a lovely day